Dr. D with the boom factor. What's going on, you guys? I'm in here trying to clean up, trying to get stuff organized. I got to get out of here by 11 o'clock to go to work. And I got my rest. And so I'm going to take my time out to share my credentials with folks. So you don't have to guess and, and try to figure me out. I'm telling you what I'm about. And when people want to ask, I just say, look, go check it out on the Boom Factor. Because it's so much, y'all. I don't even know sometimes. I'm being honest. Even the stuff that I share, I can't even remember. All right? So I'm taking time out to um, let you guys see my background, my experience, my degrees, uh, my certification that qualified me to talk to you guys about what I talk about. You know, life, hard knocks, and <laughs> everything else. And you hear noise in the background because I'm trying to clean up. That's why I'm not really on Facebook Live in a month because of things that I have to do here. Okay? So, with all that said, we're going to talk about the ministry side. The credentials that qualify me to teach and preach and go out and be a motivated speaker. Um, and so, you know, uh, I started it out and then I want to talk about business again because that is where my heart is. And these folders here, I'm going to just pile up. I'm just trying to get this look a little decent in this office because I got stuff everywhere. And... I bought a calendar for the end of the year, and it's over here, and I didn't quite use it. And guess what? I'm going to throw it in the trash because I don't need it. It's going on 2019. <laughs> Last time I wrote on it was July 2018 because, you know, I do have a, a manual. I have my calendar on my phone, but I also write it down on paper. That's most important to you guys. I know we have our phone, our apps, but the way things happen, sometimes the phones act crazy. You know, and you may miss something. So, um, and I got to sit here and wrap these gifts for my niece and nephews. I got to send stuff off in the mail. Lord, I call in the money for that so I can do that. I uh, just want to try and make this look decent in this office. Whew. It's a lot, y'all. Dr. D do a lot. So, um... I'm rambling because I'm trying to see where to start. My ministry background. All right. Uh, I was called off the street. I wasn't raised in church. So I'm not I'm not those ones that's hard to be uh, submit or whatever how you want to call it. Because the Holy Ghost teaches me. All right. Um, well, I say God called me out the world. Um, my first husband, which probably was God playing, I guess, I don't know, well, we're not together now, but he's still in the land of the living, but I did get married a second time, and, but he's not in the land of the living, but that, the second marriage was a very demonic marriage, and, um, but the sad part about it, both of us was uh, both of us was in church. He was a deacon in church, uh, very demonic, very religious, religious. Uh, uh, I'm just learning the word narcissist. Okay, that's the kind of person he was. He lived a double standard life. He wanted. Uh, he was double standard towards me, and one thing that he told me that really had me like. Wow, it really did something to my psyche. And he told me, he said, he said, you are very, he said, you know what? You're very good. You're a good woman. Uh, I love you. He said, it's like no matter what I do to you or whatever, I just don't understand it. You really have the agape love in you. He said, I do things to you just to see 
how much you can take, how much of this God love that's in you. My ex-husband literally told me that. Whoa. And it kind of did something because I'm trying to understand whether you love me, why you fight me? Why you want to beat me? Why you want to put me in a hospital where I have to get six st- stitches in my in my forehead? Why you want to beat me to where my eyes are blackened? And sometimes it shows up when I'm really, really tired. The bags will come underneath my eyes or whatever. They'll swell up. And I really believe it's because of that. I didn't have so many black eyes, you guys. This man beat me so bad one time that my jaw bones is twisted. I asked God to restructure my jaw bone, okay? And I, I, I felt he did that because they had one part underneath my jaw that I felt. It was sharp. Well, it's not there anymore. So God healed me, okay? Um, he was fighting my first husband on the left-hand side. That teeth was knocked out. Well, I really got that one out. So that's why I didn't have a teeth right here. On the other side, it was punched out. All right? And it was broken. So a piece through it. So I got to I gotta get done. believing God to do that uh, this year. I was supposed to go to an appointment this year, but canceled it. Trying to support somebody else's ministry. Canceled it. Then it wound up getting canceled. And you see a domino effect? It just messed up my whole schedule. So that's why I got to take president in my life now with my ministry, connecting with other ministry. It has to be a win-win, all right, because I'm seeing where people really don't value your time. They don't value your service. And these are the things that I had to learn through ministry, okay, and being a minister, all right. And so with that, I come out of domestic violence while being in church, my husband, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, it qualifies me to talk about the things that I've talked about. Spiritual abuse, verbal abuse, being bullied, not being a pre... A lot of things that y'all hear me talk about, I've experienced it. And it was in this set, the organization called the church. You know, okay, so that qualifies me to talk about a lot of stuff that I talk about. Because I went through it. Then by me going through it, other people have come forth and, and, and just share their heart about it. And it's real, you guys. It's real. Why we always want to pray everything away? Oh, I'm just going to pray about it. Oh, sister, just pray about it. God, gonna, yeah, we pray about it, but faith without works is dead. Prayer is faith. And then after that, you got to do some work behind it. God prayed for us. To have salvation, but he had to send Jesus down that cross. That's a work. He had to send Jesus on that cross to do the work, to take the suffering, to take the beatings for us, so we won't suffer the penalty of the sin that we still commit sometimes. Whoa, what about that one? We still commit it. That means Jesus is still receiving those spiritual hits. You so so that's why even I too I acknowledge, oh God, please forgive me. I repent. Help me, cause see Jesus already did the work for it. Now the Holy Spirit come into our lives to show us about ourselves. That's why a lot of people don't want to. They'll talk about the Holy Spirit, but are you really letting the Holy Spirit shine some light on that darkness in your heart? Cause see, the heart is really the main thing. So it qualifies me to talk about a lot of stuff I talk about. And so so now, um, coming out of all of that, coming out of all of that, thank God, yes, I am still beautiful. You know, I am still joyful. I am still serving God's people. I am still loving you in spite of what you do to me. Guess what? I still love you. Now I know how far to go with you. In the trust value, okay, yeah, well, you broke that trust. But I must still love you because it's commanded for us to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. So the more I love myself, that's the more I'm going to love you. But when you show me who you really are, I believe you and I deal with you accordingly. That's all. That's all. And I'm sure you do the same towards me. I would want you to do that towards me. All right, but don't count it against me 
if I don't fulfill something that you feel that I should do. That's why I try to be upfront with people. And by me being upfront with people and telling them the truth, they don't believe the truth. They'll come up and say, I'm giving excuses or, you know, I don't want to support or I don't want to be there. No, 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 no. Dr. D got a lot of stuff going on. And I'm not playing patty cake with this. I'm serious about my life. I'm serious about my walk with Christ. I'm not here to knock down nobody. Um faith, I encourage all men. I encourage all mankind. Whatever you do, I encourage you to be you. Now, me, I got to give an account on how I live. So if I say I'm living for God in Christ, I got to make sure I'm demonstrating that. It's no thing about me trying to control your life to make you do what I do. No, but I will share with you my experiences, that's what the boom factor is all about. I'm a believer in Christ that overcomes with omnipotent manifestation. That's what boom is all about. That's what it stands for. B-O-O-M. Believers that overcome with omnipotent manifestation. The omnipotent manifestation is the God, the ecclesiastic part of the manifestation. That's the supernatural side. The B-O Believers that overcome, that's the natural side of me that's going to overcome because the spiritual side going to come in and help me get through what I need to get done because I'm being blocked. And that's how the hand of God will punch out whatever's in my way. He'll punch it out my way. Whoa, glory to God. So, see, that's what the boom factor is all about. All right. And that's that's it. And this is my daily diary of my life. And I feel this is the only way. I don't have time to sit here and write in my diary no more. I'm on the go. So, hey, everything digital and audio, hey, I want my grandchildren to know about their grandma. I want my great-great-grandchildren. When I'm gone, long and gone, they can go in the archives and pull up the boom factor and then get to know about who their grandma really was or their great-grandma. You see how they go? I, I have a I have a I have a method it's a method to my madness. That's what somebody said and I, I picked that up from them and I said that's cute. Or it's order and chaos. My life may seem chaotic to some people, they may say it's out of order or like one brother say, Oh, you just all over the place. Yeah, but I'm doing something and I'm leaving seeds of love and God in everywhere and everything that I do. Hello. So with that said, uh, already, already 13 minutes. See, see how that time go? That time be flying for me. So, um, God called me in 1988. I was saved. I, I was, I rededicated myself. So in 1999, I gave my life to Christ. As a believer, I was 12, maybe 12, 13 years old. Where I was going on, let me see, 1979, I was going to high school. <sighs> And I went to Bible study. That's that day. That's when I got my behind beat because I was like, my mama beat my behind because I went to church, y'all. And I got, I accepted Jesus in my heart and I got baptized. So she beat me because I did not let her know what I was doing. Then she fussed with Miss Mary. I think her name was Miss Mary or Miss Marianne. She was like the little evangelist in the neighborhood growing up in Algiers. And they had a big old argument. So after that had happened, uh, I do remember I couldn't go no more. So by nobody being saved in the house, I started reading my Bible. And then off and on, I was sneaking. Yeah, I did. Because she worked too. My mom worked two jobs. She always had two jobs. And she had her little businesses. So that's how I picked up on the, the entrepreneurship. I can't say that. My mom did teach us about business and uh, education and being at home doing housework. Oh, Lord have mercy. So that was taught to us, okay? So I got saved at 79, but in 1988, when I met, met my ex-husband, he brought me back to church, y'all, and I rededicated my life to Christ. And it's been on ever since. And I say that with grace because 
What I mean by being on, it, it's been on. Meaning, spiritual fight. Been fight, 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 fight. I mean, it, it's, it's been like a fight, y'all. But in the midst of the fight, I can honestly say God just been keeping me and blessing me. So I can really sincerely tell you guys, it's worth serving God. You can't be God's giving. You can't be God's living. Alright, and I got a phone here I need to hook up. Uh, this speaker, this is one speaker. Put that right here. Um, I have this other printer that I need to move. I wonder if I need to bring that printer in here. And I got to get somebody to work on it. But I need to get it out the way. Um... So with that, we was going to uh, regular Baptist church out of Algiers. That was a family church at that time that my husband was attending with his family. And with that said, um, I went through the Innocent Invasion. That's where the book come in at. Uh, my first test was my daughter was taken. My oldest daughter now, Ashley, she's 31 years old or 32 years old now. That They told me that I would never see her again, but I got two grandbabies from her. Isn't God awesome? Look how powerful God is. So that was my first faith experience as a new believer in Christ that anchored me. In the word of God. And ever since then, you guys, I've been on like Donkey Kong. I've been on it. I'll search and, you know, I just, I've just been on it. Now, I have not been perfect. I've been in a rebellious stage. Uh, I've done things and things happened to me and done things while I'm serving God. Okay, and you're here Certain testimonies, certain things that I've talked about through this series on this boom factor. Um, up front, I've been very transparent about it. But I'm sharing with you my credentials on what I can talk about, why I can talk about it, uh, my ordinations, what I'm ordained in, in as. All right? Um, so that anchored me right then and there with that story. It anchored me in the Lord, and I've been solid with the faith ever since. And been growing, and been growing, and been growing, been tested. Trials, circumstances, heartache, breaks, divorce, um, rape, um, spiritual abuse. I mean, all kind of things have happened to me while I've been serving God. I never talked about it. I've just been serving. I've been serving. And this year, matter of fact, last year, the Lord told me, in 2018, it's time for you to come forward. And I was like, I thought already it was for you. He said, no, no, you've been in the back helping everybody else in their ministry. It's time for you and your ministry to come forward. And, and it's time for you to start bringing some messages. Whoa. And so that's what I've been doing. And ever since then, the intensity of the warfare has intensified. The, the the just seeing the different attitudes and the character of people towards you when you're trying to do what God say do that David saw spirit will pop up the jealousy will pop up the competition will pop up just you just start seeing stuff y'all but with that isn't it something you still have that have to walk in that grace like Jesus did that's why it's so important that we follow what Jesus do you're not going to be like Jesus no but as we are abiding him and have the holy spirit come in it will help you and i'm i don't want to be on this feed too long so on the next episode then i'll be able to tell you guys my credentials my ordinations what I'm ordained in as an ambassador for Christ. All right? Much love to you guys. All right, you guys. I'm going to have to um, do this quickly and...
because the time going by fast. Um, so my credentials in ministry. All right. So I was sharing with y'all how I got saved. I've been, uh, I came to Christ in 2008 as a uh, returning because in 1979, I was young. I was 12 years old, but by the family not serving God. Matter of fact, at that time, um, my mom then was Muslim. So really, I, I converted. Um, so I do know about the Quran. Uh, I don't study it, but I do know about it. I I could tell how they took stuff out the Bible. They used stuff in the Bible. Same thing. They just go into a more detail. They live by the law of the Old Testament. That's why they don't eat pork. They live by, um, they definitely have the, the Leviticus, the book of Leviticus in there. They have the Torah in there. Um, they just flipped it. All right, that's all the Quran is, and they have a lot of stuff from sayings of Jesus. They do acknowledge Jesus as a prophet. They do know that when Jesus come on the scene, they do know he is coming back. All right, so they do have some good principles in there, and I love the teachings on towards the men to be men. I really believe that men need to go through their course because they really teach you how to be a man, especially men of the cloth. Ministers of the gospel, non-denominated non-denom- ministers, some of them are flaky. You see, they still act like the world. They still, you know, just I'm not going to go into all those details. You got to listen to the soldiery series for that and um, some other stuff you got to listen to. But a lot of things we can learn from each other. If you just have an open spirit, take time out and learn. When I was in ministry school where first of all I took religion in for my degree in University of Phoenix I took religion because I wanted to understand the different religions okay so if you really look at all of them they all head to one thing they want to go to God the only difference is is Jesus they don't accept Jesus as the Messiah they don't understand that you got to go through Jesus to enter in to build that gap back between you and God so you can have a relationship not just religion. The Bible tells us the letter kill it without the spirit. When you connect with Jesus, you have access to the Holy Spirit that can download straight from God to you. And guess what? The devil won't be able to communicate when you have that relationship with the Holy Spirit. So with all that said, right quick, and then I'm going to have to chat with y'all later. I got to get ready for work. Um, so I returned back. I gave my heart. See, it's a difference just going and shaking hands and joining the church and doing things in the church. But when you give your heart to Christ, your life going to change, y'all. Everything, it's going to change. Now, you're going to go through the same stuff that the world goes through, but you're going to be able to have a better perspective. You'll be able to do in things and then you grow and then you got to go through your deliverance and every day we should be delivering from something you should be repenting and delivering from something if you have that holy spirit working in your life all right so i um um accepted christ in my life in 1988 i got filled with the holy ghost at a home prayer meeting which I really needed it because then I was attacked. My daughter was taken. You can check my book out on Amazon.com or go to my webpage, get it straight from me. All right. Uh, I have a signed autograph copy for you, but you can get it online at the top, on the top online platforms, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo. I mean, it's out there. Just Google Innocent Invasion. Danielle Irvin, okay, it'll pop up, all right? Uh, and it was published through Marionette Publishing. Just got to put that plug in there, <laughs> all right? And so with that story, it anchored me in God. Um, I was going through that thing with my, with my ex-husband, and I prayed, God, I need more strength and more power. I, I don't understand what's happening because my husband told me I need to be in church. I got in church. I started reading the Bible, I started going to Bible study, and then he changed. Whoa. A Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde situation, and it became very, very violent 
to the point where I didn't know, okay, did I do something wrong? Maybe I shouldn't have came to church. Uh, all I was doing what he asked. And we went through a lot. I lost a lot. Went through very, very, a lot of, a lot of stuff that I'm not going to get into details with. At this present moment, I've talked about it on some of my episodes. You got to go through the episodes to find out certain stuff. Okay, so, um, so God led me to, I got a home, prayer meeting, got filled with the Holy Ghost. Then God led me to a church that dealt with healing and deliverance. All right, through through that, I became a youth pastor. Uh, me and my husband, my ex-husband, we was um, ordained as youth pastors. Um, but before that, I was uh, anointed and commissioned as a Sunday school teacher. I uh, began to teach the children. They saw the growth in that. Then we became youth pastors. But while we being married, we we they did it did us together. Even though he wasn't showing certain stuff, but he did have a calling on his life. Still do have a calling on his life. He's just not walking in it, but he do. All right. So I was ordained as a youth pastor. I was a youth pastor for about maybe two, three years. I joined that church in 1989. I was at that church all the way up to 1995, February 1995. I know the dates. Because we built a new church. And they we opening the opening. I don't know what date, but I know it was in February. That was the last day I was gonna be at that church. The Lord told me this is gonna be the last day, the last day at that church. And why I know that because I had a dance group. I had a dance group before all this dance stuff started. Back then, I had a dance group. Uh, the Angels of the Lord. That was the name of my dance group. And my girls, they are. Around they around thirty years old, and don't you know, when they see me, we was all together. For one of the girls had a wedding, and I went to the wedding, and all of them was there. And they said, "Oh, look at look at sister, that that yeah, we still the Lord reigns." And they literally remember, cause they were little girls. They remember that dance, y'all. You see how it's so important for you to obey God no matter what. You gotta obey God and sow that seed in those children's lives because no matter what they're going through, that seed is there. I don't care what nobody say. That seed is in them. I don't care what they're going through. In your eyes, they may be a top sinner. But the seed of righteousness is in that child's heart and they're going to remember that. And I cried because those girls still remember that dance. And we took a picture of them. I'm finding them. I posted on the Instagram. We took a picture of and all of them had their finger. I taught them the, the sign language, you know, of the Lord. We learned, we did that. That was back in 1995, y'all. 1995, since Dr. D had a dance group. So dance was already in me. I love to dance, y'all. I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm sorry. God said it's a time and a season for everything. It's a time to laugh. Cry, moan, groan, hurt, time to kill, and it's a time to dance. It's a time to laugh. God give us seasons to do stuff, y'all. And church, people, come on, folks, with titles and all that. Why y'all don't exercise y'all time? That's why a lot of y'all up there sad, disgusted, depressed, want to commit suicide because you don't know how to enjoy yourself. You're all burnt out. Not Dr. D. Now, I know how to get my rest because I got my rest. And the joy of the Lord is inside of me. You can't take that out of me no matter what you try to do to me. You can't take that out of me because he gave it to me. And so, 1995, I was at Divine Grace Temple. So, God transitioned me later in September. I don't, I don't be out of church long. I think this was the longest I ever was out of church because I was trying to find a decent one that would accept my schedule. Because, you know, pastors start tripping, you know. They, they're like, oh, you ain't kind of church. Well, I can't do this and I can't you. You know what? It don't even matter. It don't even matter because I tried. You know, and for like maybe three, four years, I was looking for a church to go to. You know, not a sanctuary. I said a sanctuary because I am the church. Y'all know y'all are the church. You are the body of the Lamb. 
You you are the housing place, the tabernacle of the Holy Spirit. Y'all know that, right? Okay, so if you didn't know that, I'm just I just told you. <laughs> it's a building you go to. You know, we call it the church. You know, the paperwork say a religious organization, a church setting, um, like that. But you are the living church. You are the working, the walking word. All right, that should be working the word. <laughs> Let's put it like that. So I was there. So God sent me to True Love for Gospel. So I was there from 2000, I mean, from 1995 to 2000, okay, um, when I got married to my second husband, which that was the marriage from hell. Um, then I was, uh, I was ordained as an evangelist at True Love for Gospel, okay. Uh, I was on the praise team there, all right. Don't know how to sing with God. I don't know how to sing for that hour. See, he just used me, but I know that's not my calling. I'm not going to try to make something. See, God will do that to you too. He will anoint you for a season to do something, but that's not for you to launch in it because it's not your calling. I'm not a songstress. I'm not out here trying to make no music or whatever, which I do have some songs I want my son to do. You know, he be laughing at me, but I do have a song in my heart. Uh, but anyway... Uh, so I was uh, ordained as a licensed evangelist. Uh, we was anointed as praise team leaders at True Love for Gospel, and I was there. My timeline there was um, 1995. It was September 1995, all the way up to 2000. Now, in between there, I did leave the church. I, I just got tired. You know, I was in this state, y'all. Uh, some things just wasn't working for me. I was going through my little thing, and uh, there's some stuff happening inside the ministry. People jealous and stuff, so I just walked away from it. So I was in that little rebellion stage in 96. Um, let me make sure I have the dates right. Yeah, I was in that rebellion stage. Of, it didn't last for me but like uh, six months. You know, about six months. Um, then I started going back. And so I went back to True Love. And I stayed there to like 2000, 2001. When I was going through that little thing with, with my ex-husband. Alright, so when we had got married. He was going to Upper Room. So we, I started going to Upper Room. Um, with that, I'm going to stay involved. So I was serving there as an intercessor. We was praying. I met some awesome sisters. And with that... That's how we started going to Tyler Parrott Parade. Plays. He was starting all his plays was right there at the um, theater downtown off of Canal Street. That's when his plays was just plays. And we went to every last one out when he just started out. All right. Um, with that said, things didn't work out with him at the church. He wanted to go to another church because he felt that. The brothers was trying to hit on me. He was very jealous. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I couldn't say hi to somebody when he thought, oh, who that is? Did you sleep with that one? You know, who? how did, How you know? Oh, I didn't want to start on that. That was very, I was in a very serious domestic marriage with the second one, you know, and I talked about that before. But anyway, um, so left that church, went to Household of Fate. Went to Household of Fate, went through their training. Oh, I forgot. Let me rewind. When I was at Upper Rome Church, I went to ministry school. So I do have I do have my school of ministry as a minister underneath Upper Rome Bible Church. Okay, and that's a whole nother testimony on that one. Then I went to Household of Faith, okay, left that church in two thousand and one and went to Household of Faith. I started going to training school. I was underneath the ministry training as a minister in training. But with my ex-husband tripping and everything, I walked away because he thought I was having an affair with the pastor. Man, that dude was something. Oh, So you know what? I didn't do nothing in the church. I just stopped. You know what? To please you, since you think I'm involved with everybody in the doggone church, let me just, I'm just not going to participate in nothing. And guess what? That still didn't help because... 
in the long run, you guys, when a person is narcissistic and jealous and just have this domestic violent thing in them, this demon in them, no matter what you do, it's not going to be enough. And that's their problem. They have an issue. Not you. You don't have the problem. They do. All right. Our problem come in, we come and cater to it. We try to solve it. We try to make it seem like, okay, what can I do to make that better? It's nothing you can do, my love. My sister is nothing you can do. My brother is nothing you can do. Because they have the issue. All right. I'm going to just try to clear that out. So, for Household of Faith. And guess what? Each one of these pastors that I'm calling out, I can show up right now and they know of me. We still have our relationship today. All right. I did not leave the church with this hateful thing like some people do. And they broke that relationship. No, I don't leave my relationships like that. Now, people who cut me off and have attitudes is because they have their own agenda, okay? And they have issues within themselves because I try to make that relationship work. I try to call. I send emails, texts. Let's meet. Let's go talk about it. You know, I want to find out what's going on. Let's see if we can salvage this relationship. No. Well, God tell me, dust my feet, dust my hand, and keep it moving. Jesus tells us that. If they don't receive you in peace... He gives us instruction what to do. Then you got to go on, y'all. You can't just, man, come on. If they walk away like Jake said, they walk away, let them walk. If they don't want you around, keep it going. It's not you. So I had to learn that, y'all. So I, I've, so I have the, I have, I have licensed evangelist. I have a license as a youth pastor. I've been ordained as a youth pastor. I have school and ministry underneath, two years school year ministry from Upper Room underneath my belt. Uh, I have a tentative. I went through minister training as household of faith. Okay, now when I came over to Houston, all right, uh, I was ordained, ordained and licensed as a minister of the gospel. Underneath Love and Action Church. I was there from 2005 all the way up to 2010. Well, 2009. Then I went back. Did some work. Had some business work going on. All the way up to 2012. But we're still in fellowship today. Okay? Through that ministry. uh, While I was doing that ministry, I've been commissioned and licensed or ordained as a healing minister underneath Charles and Francis Hunter before they departed into the arms of God, all right? I've been licensed as an intercessor underneath Prophet um, Nuovo when he first started out in 2007. We was part of his first intercessors, okay? He came to our church, so I have a certificate in that. I was already an intercessor, but it was an awesome way to go through that training. All right? I've also been underneath, uh, I've been commissioned and ordained, Redeemed by the Blood Ministry is ordained and has been commissioned as a ministry underneath Restoration Gateway Ministries out of Portland, Oregon. My apostle for... Commission for Redeemed by the Blood Ministries is Apostle K. Tolman. All right. I've also been commissioned underneath Gloria Zion International, and I am a minister of Zion, of Gloria Zion. So I have been commissioned and have my ordinations from that. I've also been in ministry school underneath Sure Foundation as an online school. That I've completed, I have a bachelor in, I have a bachelor in um, biblical studies, okay? I have my certificate for that. I've been ordained with that. I also have a master's for Christian studies, okay? And I have a doctrine for Christian ministry, all right? Now, with that... I also I get fed. I have personal development. I I glean from Dr. Miles Monroe, Bill Winston, uh, Kenny Copeland. Back then, um, Creflo Dollar. I read books. 
on ministries. Uh, I have a selective people that I glean from you guys. All right. I don't hop with itchy ears to jump to hear everything that's out there because you can go and jump and hear the wrong word. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can go out there just because you was invited to something. You better pray and make sure that it's part of your vision because you can go to a conference or something and hear the wrong word at the wrong season of your ministry life and get sabotaged. That's a word for somebody out there. And I had to learn that the hallway too. Okay. Now, I know I'm forgetting something, but right now that's what I can remember. Okay. And so I've, I'm ordained in probably five areas. The five-fold ministries, I'm ordained in. Okay. And qualified to teach and minister and worship under the capacity that I do. Now, you don't see me out in a lot of uh, venues marketing myself as a prophet in this, but I am also a prophetess. I really am God's prophet. Uh, <clears throat> I, I, God showed me stuff. I, I didn't realize what he was doing until some key, two key things happened in my life to confirm that God speaks to me. And upon that, he taught me how to hear his voice. He taught me that he is revealing something to me, and it is from God, and it comes to pass. That's the thing that qualifies, all right? I don't tell everybody everything. My daughter, I literally have trained her. She has that mantle already. I literally didn't go through a service or anything, but I see she has that mantle of a prophet on her because she shares stuff with me and it happens and then she pulled back into my life. It's like she knows when something's not right, she knows when something's not she knows she knows things. She's a seer. That's all I can say. So by that I thank God for it. I also surround myself with quality people with the heart of God that I allow into my space that can speak into my life. That's very important, you guys. And that's just Dr. D with ministry. All right? So that's my credentials. Um, um, I know I have a lot of other stuff that I know I forgot. I got a lot of certificates here. Um, I've been acknowledged... Um, in the who's who on that also. In 2016, I was nominated and, and, and accepted in the who's who as a community leader and uh, a minister of the gospel, um, you, uh, you advocate in that sense. So that was acknowledged. Uh, also, it's, I'm part of the Houston Voice magazine. I was acknowledging that magazine. I also had, oh, you know what? I forgot to talk about that in my business. But on the business side, with the ministry together, I had a daycare where I taught the principles of God. I also traveled to Israel, um, part of the House of David in the Gideon 300, where he called for people to come with him to do intercession. And I believe those intercessions prepare that country for a lot of stuff that's happening. Uh, I can literally say, and I got to find my tapes on some stuff, because I recorded what I can record, um, that if I go back, I know from some things that didn't happen to me that came to pass because of that trip. He spoke into our lives. Um, he gave us a certificate of appreciation. It was a blessing. I encourage all these guys, y'all save up some money and just go take that trip. You'll never be the same. I'm telling y'all, you know, I'm telling you, you're going to have, because see, the Bible going to come to life. When you step on those grounds, you know, the Bible going to come to life in you. And all this other stuff you're hearing, even, I'm sorry, whatever church you're going to, the word going to be different now. When you hear that pastor preach the word, you're going to know and say, oh, he ain't preaching that one right. 
Sorry, it's going to happen because what's going to happen when you go to Israel, the Spirit of God going to trigger something. It's going to open up a, a spiritual door in your spirit, and you're going to hear and see things different. All right? So every believer or every person that say they have a Christ, you should make a trip to Israel. And I'm going to give a news flash here. Israel is in Africa. Just to remind you guys, because I don't know why they try to separate that, but Israel is in Africa. It's in the northern part of Africa. All right? So you can't separate us from Africa. Everything started in Africa, you guys. So some may not like it, but it is what it is. Okay? Uh, And then God blessed me to uh, go to Africa. And with that, I've been uh, teaching and training and had opportunity to visit different countries in Africa, Kenya, uh, uh, Nigeria, uh, Surulere. Uh We went to the, the villages. In 2006, I started, when I came over here, I started traveling to Africa. In 2009, God blessed me to connect with a pastor that I've been connected with since and still is connected and will be going on my next mission trip next year um, to Kampala, Uganda once again. Um, uh, when I get opportunities, I send support as it comes to me, but most of the support has been out of my own Dr. D's money. I have people that send donations. I appreciate the donations, but the real chunk of the money and it's not cheap. The real chunk of the money come out of Dr. D. Um, Vineyard. And I thank God that he does that. So the stuff I talk about, you guys, the things I minister on, way overqualified. And I've been qualified because the number one person who qualified me was out of John 15. Um, God telling us through Jesus that he has chosen us. So I'm chosen. He chose me, and he appointed me, and he sent me out. Now, with that, I stay in the council, a multitude of council, so I can have my covering. You're always going to need people to pray for you, you guys. You can't just jump out here and say, I'm going to do thing because they made me mad. They ain't listen to me. I had, a, I had a vision, and God told me to do this here, so I'm going to just do it. You can't go out there with that attitude because the devil will chop you up. I'm serious. He'll chop you up, eat you up, and spit you out like you didn't even exist it. But when you have people knowing what you're doing, bless you while you're doing it, covering you in prayer, you're good. And I'm not gonna say it's not going to um it's not gonna um that you're not gonna go through anything, but at least you have your counsel. You, know, you see what I'm saying? And so Dr. D always have people around her that I can call on. Look, I need you to pray for me in this area. Yada, yada. Most of the time for my intercessors, when you connect them with your intercessors, you don't have to be on the phone with them every day either. True intercessors that are connected with you, they know when to call and everything. I'm telling you all the truth. My intercessors call me or they send me an email. Girl, what's going on with you? You in my spirit, heavy. This is what the Lord say. I'm praying for you. And it be right on the mark, y'all. I'm telling y'all. That's how Dr. D rolled. That's how it is. So I'm excited just to be a part of your world. I'm excited that you're um, taking the time out. And that's why I want to take this time out to explain to you my credentials on how you can really say, okay, you know what? She's valid. All right. This is what we're going to do for her. This is what we're going to do. You know what I'm saying? Because I saw an expression on somebody's face last week. And... um. Sometimes if people don't know, they don't know. You can't blame them, but I don't have time to be explaining myself every time. You know, and so um, somebody asked me something before, and I said, you know what? (laughs) Go check out my boom factor. That's my daily life right there. Check it out. Go through it. What is that? I said, that's my diary. Your diary? You put your diary online? Yeah, that's my life. So you kind of understand some stuff. And I believe if a person take time out like you guys do and really hear my heart 
You really know the ins and outs, my good and my bad, my ups and my downs. Then you can really understand, and then you can receive from me the things that I'm saying. That I'm not just trying to make a story to to have a good episode, to have a high audience. No, it's like, hey, I know somebody that went through that. Uh, her name Dr. D on the Boom Factor. Go check out, go download the app. Go listen to her. She went through that. She can help you. See, that's what I want to hear. I want you to refer people to the show so they can hear, hey, this is a real-life person. She went through that, girl. She went through that last week. Girl, she was talking, girl, I'm going to tell you, she was talking about them brothers. Ooh, you need to listen to this show. She's going to help you out, and you, you'll be able to deal with it better. Girl, she got on us. Man, she was telling us sisters how we supposed to cook, clean, and take a bath. It's on this episode. Just search through it. It'll come up. She's going to help you, child. See, that's what I want you guys to do. That's what this show is all about. I ain't picking sides. I'm dealing with the whole man, the man and woman. And what needs to be told, I'm going to tell it. What needs to be confessed, I'm going to confess. You know what I'm saying? And this will help you live your life. And you won't want to, you, and it will prevent the devil from telling you to take your life. Your life is important. So we don't need the suicide. I don't want you to be depressed. I don't want you to hate yourself. I want you to love yourself. And I want you to know that somebody loves you and somebody desire you and somebody wants you out there. You are in need for somebody. Your voice needs to be heard. It's something God put in you that needs to come out. And I'm going to tell you all this. You're going to have to give an account to God for it because that's the gift and talent that he has given unto you. And another thing, I'm about to get off this episode. One more thing. Stop comparing yourself to others. Compare yourself to God. That's your standard, okay? Stop looking at Sally Sue and John Boy and all these other people. Oh, I ain't where they at, so I guess I ain't supposed to be doing this. And it ain't come out the way I supposed to, so I guess I fell. No, you, you, you did fail. You fell because you looking at another person, the armor of flesh. You look at the Spirit of God. God said you already overcame. You the head and not the tail. Come on. You are greatly loved and accepted in the beloved. He loves you with an everlasting love. Matter of fact, you the apple of his eye. And to Dr. D began to realize that several years ago, I was a mess, y'all. And let me tell you another thing. I know it's a lot. <laughs> let me tell you another thing. When you start accepting who you are, falling in love with yourself, and being free, a lot of people ain't going to like it because now they don't have control of you. Now, what they expect you to do for them, God going to check you and say, no, I want you to do this. You're going to start seeing a lot of changes. So you're going to have to learn who you are in Christ. All right? And all the degrees and stuff are good. But remember... I was doing a lot of stuff before I even had the degrees. God just blessed me with them. I was in the right place at the right time. He connected me with the right people. You see? Dr. T. Uh, Dr. T. Tyler Brown connected me with people that, and I can honestly say this, and I repent. I'm going to repent right now on this public airwave that the same people she connected me with, I was a blessing to these people that turned around, and I know she have a little pet peeves and stuff. You know what I'm saying? But in the same token, they connected me with these people, and these people are blessed. And those individuals turned around and became a curse to me. Ain't that something? Now, she brought a gift to them to help bring their ministry and their vision or their business to li- alive, now you are flourishing. You It's working. I did my part. I did my part. I served. And it manifested itself. And when I work with you, and no matter what, ministry or business, it's going to come to pass unless you stop. If you stop it, I'm out of, I, it's, it's out of my hand. You stopped it. A lot of times we block our own blessing because we stop. We come up with all this other stuff. We don't take it serious. 
So it's no love loss with that. But don't blame me because your vision didn't come to pass. Because, see, I'm going to be on you, and and I've accepted this. If God put anybody before me to do something, that means he's trying to get your stuff in order or he wants you to start it. And he know my mechanism. I am not a quitter. I have the finishing anointing. We're going to get this thing done. I don't care how long it takes. You may not be able to sleep because you got to turn this in at a certain time. Hello. So with that said, I know I probably missed some other stuff, but so far with that, that's the credentials of Dr. D in ministry and my ordinations. I've been ordained and I've been ordained as a um, uh, healing delivering minister twice underneath the leadership of Pastor um, Derek and Stephanie Hicks, underneath the leadership of Charles and Francis Hanna before they went on to be with the Lord. And it was intimate too that time. It was very special. And my son, my son was thriver, was ordained as he was the youngest ministry. Matter of fact, Joan Hunter requested his picture when they came up as a ministry. And uh, she probably put that in her little log. But uh, she was there helping her parents. And she took a picture with us. And so he's been ordained as a minister too. Okay. And I've been. Uh, commissioned under Gloria Zion International and Redeemed by the Blood Ministry is a ministry of Zion. If you go on their website, you'll see it. I have the certificate. I have a uh, bachelor in Christian and Biblical Studies. I have a master's in in, uh, it's not Biblical Studies. It's uh, Biblical Foundation Theologic theologian something and I have a doctrine in business doctorate in Christian ministry okay so that's my credentials and I glean from a lot of online that's my e-mentors and I have a multitude of counselors around me all right so I'm not winging this by myself y'all my ministry is well covered my ministry is solid my ministry is functional. My ministry is legal. My ministry is registered with IRS. My ministry has a bank account. Come on, somebody. So Redeemed by the Blood Ministries is a functional ministry and the umbrella of a lot of community events. I'm also a prophetic um, dance minister. Uh, I have a intercession prayer training that uh, I've incorporated, but I have not really functionally begun to teach that, and I will uh, put that on the books to start having that again. Uh, As you see, I have um, coaching and mentorship for the youth, all right? All that's underneath my belt, y'all. I have all that underneath my belt. So um, with that said, that's Dr. D on the ministry side. God bless you. Thank you for taking time out to listen. I pray this was a help for somebody in case you want to invite me into your into your space to come and speak. Come speak to the youth, the young girls, that's my heart, the women, any women that need any type of healing deliverance. Uh, I am I'm networking with Wolf Inspiration, um, Pastor Thea Richardson. She's a licensed, ordained, and have a master's in Christian counseling. So uh, we tag and team with that. So it's a lot of good stuff, you guys. Um, you're welcome. My contact information um, is at redeemedbytheblood.org. You go to the contact page and just let me know what you need done. If you want me to come and minister and dance, I try to put that up there. I have a prophetic dance ministry. Um, God blessed me with the song Glory. And he told me, you're going you're gonna to minister this dance in seven churches. So far, I've ministered that dance in probably 17 churches. I might miss the count. So what I've done, I'm trying to go back and pull up all the videos because I've seen where every time I've done that dance, God has evolved it and added something else to it to bring it more alive. The main last epic thing I want to do with that dance, I want to have a group with it because I saw something magnificent. 
that God want to do with that dance that really going to bring the glory of God in that house. I feel the power of God just talking about it. So um, that's where I'm at with that. Uh, my contact information, you can call the ministry office at 713-808-9168. Uh, some people try to call for delivering ministries. I really don't do deliverance, one-on-one deliverance during my tax season because I'm very tasked and I am not battle-ready. Now, I'm battle-ready for business, but for ministry, I will take your name and pray, bring you before the intercessors, but between January and in April, I literally don't do one-on-one ministry. Y'all get what I'm saying? All right? Now, I know they got some some skeptics out there. When you're supposed to be ready in season, I was saying, yeah, I am. I'll pray for you right then and there. But it's a difference when you got to go into for deliverance, y'all. And that's where a lot of people get in trouble. I know, I know protocol. Remember, the devil's in details. And he know if you're strong enough. I don't need to be delivering somebody, then that, that thing jump on me and it come back into my family line. And then all kind of stuff happen. See, I know my place. And see, a lot of people don't know their place, but I know my place. I know about spiritual warfare, okay? Uh, if you sit there and watch the army, and just certain things that's in the natural, y'all, come on, we need to start using common sense. The very thing that's happening in the military, they prepare themselves. They just don't go out there for war. They take months and train those soldiers and show them and train them, and then they show them the enemy. They have droves that know how the enemy work before they go charging into a territory and you're not equipped. Hello, somebody. Come on, see, Dr. D knows some stuff now. So the the, 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 the misjudgment, I'm not worrying about it, but I'm just trying to help somebody because you, like, you're kind of missing an opportunity because you're prejudging me, and you really don't know. I'm packing with a lot of stuff. This sister is really military ready. The Lord already told me, he said, you my soldier. You the warrior in the kingdom. And so, yeah, it is different. You are going through certain things because a soldier know how to condition itself through different climates. Wow. That was a strong word for me. So I'm good. I'm good. Other people may not accept it, but it is what it is. So... Um, you can leave your number, I mean, call the ministry office, and I can uh, put you on a prayer list, and I'll bring it to uh, the pastor, and that's what they do. They they can come out and do prayer and deliverance because they full-time. That's all they do. All right? I'm not going to come into a territory that I'm not equipped, don't know nothing about. All right? And so with that said, let me get off this feed. So I pray this kind of helps somebody, all right? So this is um, Dr. D. Credentials on the ministry side. Uh, I have a lot of experience underneath my belt. I've dealt with demonic forces. I've seen demon manifestations. I've heard the devil talk, speak through people. I literally saw them attack people, literally, not just on television, literally. My children know about demonic, uh, uh, dynamics demon possession and demon uh, manifestation. They've seen it in the churches that I I called. I was trained in those churches, Divine Grace Temple and Love and Action Church. Oh, yes. In uh, True Love for Gospel. My main, okay, let me rewind. My main training with intercessory prayer was in Divine Grace Temple. Let me get that cleared up. I was trained demonic issues in manifestation and intercessory prayer in that church. I began to exercise what I learned in true love for gospel and also saw demonic manifestation where literally we seen people levitate off the floor, acting like a snake, talking. We hear demonic force, people talking, the devil talking through people. Yes, this is real stuff out here, y'all. Okay, Love and Action Church came over here Saw it also. Demonic manifestation, talking. Even matter of fact, the demons even was telling the pastor, we want her, we want her out of here. She know Jesus. Talking about me. And I laugh, ha, 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 ha. I ain't going nowhere. Because, see, they know who really is who. 
Yeah. My pastor could tell you, he could vouch for me. My former pastor. I mean, he's still my pastor. You know, even though I'm at a new church, but when I see him, I call him pastor. All right? Well, he's really an apostle now, but he don't. He don't operate underneath those names. He don't. He's the type of person, names, titles. It's like no, but you know, some people want to have a title before they even call you up. So I think this is why I'm taking my time out to explain why my titles are legit. All right. So uh, a lot of things. If you want me to come and minister, I have it on my website. You got to give me at least. 30 to 45 days, if I have to travel to another state, you know, it's arrangements need to be made. I just need to know. I will come. I will come to you do certain times. Okay. All right? All right. So if you have any other questions or whatever, um, that's that's the social media contact. You can go to facebook.com slash redeem. Um, that's another online avenue that you can see me. I post a lot of stuff on there. Uh, connected with the Boom Factor Radio and a TV show. So uh, I'm trying to utilize this social media that my daughter teaching me on. But right now, I think it's going to the new year. I know God's going to have me launching out, going, traveling a lot. So I want people to know who I'm about that. I'm not just a fluke. Hey, I, it's not my first rodeo. Uh, I am way overqualified. Like somebody told me, you is way overqualified. Lord have mercy. You just A, B, C, D, F, G. Yeah, and that's God. It's not me, you guys. It's God. It's God, okay? So let me get off this feed. I'm going to holler at you guys later. God bless you. Thank you for taking time out to listen to me, uh, favoring my station, uh, Apple Podcasters. I appreciate the volume, Spotify, uh, Goodreads, uh, Podcast, Radio Public, uh, Podbean. Who else out there? Google Play. Ivoos. All of you guys. I love you. I appreciate you tuning into my station. I just want you to know who I'm about, what I'm about. You can have a better perspective on listening to me, even in the more in-depth capacity. All right? This is not just a fly-by-night show. I'm real. This is the real deal, y'all. This is life. This is it. And uh, that's what the Boom Factor is all about. All right? God bless you. And I'm going to check with you guys later. All right? Peace.